all the while staying popular enough with voters to remain in office. The data driving the game are actual climate change projections from 2006, provided by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, and most of the policies players can work with came from real government policy documents. But the producers of the climate change game want to make sure people know it wasn't meant to accurately predict future events related to global warming. Their goal was to provide players with a fun and challenging way to learn more about the impact of climate change and options governments have for dealing with it. So next time you're online, why not give it a try? With all the insights you'll gain by playing, there's no way you won't be a winner. And the Earth, too. Plug in and play by following discovery links for today's program at islaearth.org. Isla Earth is produced by the Catalina Island Conservancy with support from its Fund for a Sustainable Planet, because Earth is an island. Keeping the First Amendment alive. We are Radio Fairfax, Fairfax County's public access and internet radio station. Wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Yeah, we going in, huh? All right, yeah, yeah, coming with that heat. Yeah, you know I came to get it lit. Shout out to my favorite radio station, consider this. If you missing this, you missing out and you ridiculous. Turn your system up, I need to feel it, cause I'm feeling this. Misunderstood, that's the host. Plenty interviews, hot topics, you know how it goes. If you miss it, check that podcast, they gon' get it poppin'. I'm talking special guests and plenty good gossip. So get considered this up in your life and get it right. Man, I play it all the time on the freeway when I ride. Nah, you cannot deny it's the best you're gonna find. They get you up in the zone, get that stress up off your mind. Uh, come and join the conversation. I know that you're gonna like it. It'll get you so excited. You know everyone's invited. Uh, if you wanna be a star, listen to the best. Get considered this. Don't settle for nothing less. Hey, consider this radio hosted by Misunderstood. Let's go. Hello, hello. This is Africa been singing and I tuned in to consider this, consider that. Hey, good people. Happy, happy Sunday. I am your girl, Misunderstood. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. I hope your weekend has been pleasant, and I hope you start your week off even more amazing. If you are following me on social media at K-O-N-S-I-D-E-R-D-I-S, then you already know that I have Black Panther tickets for free. I need you guys to call in. You got to let me know, you know, if you know who Black Diamond is, if you read the book. We're going to be talking about the book. All of these questions are going to get you free tickets. We will be seeing the movie on Friday the 16th 
at 7 p.m. Again, the tickets are free. All you have to do is pay attention, people. You know, I know everybody got ADD, but y'all need to buckle down, pay attention, and win these free tickets, okay? I got like 25 of them available. So I need you to sit down, relax, pay attention, and more. We're also going to talk about Freedom Day. I know. I didn't know this was a holiday, but it is. And we're going to talk about what great organization is doing an event for Freedom Day on February the 1st. We're also going to be talking about our healthy helpings, all of the projects that Teresa Black Diamond has going on, and so much more. Y'all are not going to believe what Georgetown University um, is getting ready to do, but I have to get Teresa's take on it, okay, when we come back in a few minutes. Until then, what I need you to do, if you are on social media, you need to share that link, like, at this moment. Go ahead, push the button, share the link, tell a friend to tell a friend. You know what to do. I need you to do that. If you're not on social media, then all you have to do is like just repost the page. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything to support people. So we need you to do that like ASAP. Again, the keyword will be given out after the introduction so you can get these free tickets. I know all of you guys want to go see the Black Panther movie. I'm giving you the opportunity. So don't let me down. All right. If you got an Obama phone, if you're rocking with Metro PCS, your minutes are free. We have no reason why you can't call. That number up here is 703-560-8255. Again, the number is 703-560-8255. Make sure you guys call in, and we will be back right after this. Hey, this is Donnell, and you're tuned into Misunderstood on Consider This Radio. Talking in my sleep at night, making myself crazy. Out of my mind, out of my mind. Wrote it down and read it out, hoping it would save me. Too many times, too many times. My love, it makes it feel like nobody else, nobody else. Don't pick up the phone, you know he's only calling cause he's drunk and alone Two, don't let him in, you have to kick him out again Three, don't be his friend, you know you're gonna wake up in his bed in the morning And if you're under him, you ain't getting over him I got no rules, I count him Forwards, but he keeps pulling me backwards No way to turn No way to turn Now I'm standing back from it I finally see the pattern I never learned I never learned But my love, he doesn't love me So I tell myself, I tell myself I do, I do, I do One, don't pick up the phone You know he's only calling cause he's drunk and alone Two, don't let him Kick him out again free Don't be a stranger You know you're gonna wake up in his bed in the morning And if you're under him You ain't getting over him I got no rules, I count him
Hello, hello. This is Africa been singing and I tuned in to consider this, consider that. <laughs> Show the world your vow to help end domestic violence by putting You call me friendly. You can help by donating to safehorizon.org, the largest victim services agency in the country. Then paint well, your left green fingernail purple to show your support. Please join us. My family was personally devastated by domestic violence, but we have rebuilt helping others. Let's put the nail in it. This is your girl misunderstood and We are back. Thank you for tuning in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. Shout out to my auntie trying to get the tickets, but I'm going to get her some for um, Rayford, North Carolina. <laughs> I don't think she's going to be here on the 16th. But if you are interested in the Black Panther tickets, we will be. You have to listen to the segment in order to get the tickets. If you are local, okay, because I done brought 25 tickets locally, okay, but I'm going to hook my auntie up. But everybody else, y'all got to be in the DMV because I didn't already pay for these tickets. So um, <laughs> make sure <laughs> you are local and, you know, that you have a ride. Those are definitely the two things where I, um, we can always get creative with how we give them out. But right now we have to introduce the Black Diamond herself. Miss Teresa Jackson is live in yeah. the studio. How are you today? I'm great. I'm great. Yeah, come closer. Oh, I'm okay. great. <laughs> All right. So, as most people know, black diamonds are the toughest form of a natural diamond, right? So, we have to figure out why. Why the black diamond? Why is that one of your monikers that you go by? Well, I go by that because as a young mother, I, I fixed it for you. As a young mother coming up, the struggles and, you know, the things I went through as the only girl living with four brothers. Okay. And so who is who is Teresa? Well, Teresa is a loving person, um, a go-getter, hardworking, um, love the kids, and love my husband that's sitting over here to my left. And, <laughs> yes, I'm just, I have a big heart, and I love helping people. And that's who Black Diamond is. Um, entrepreneur. I love fashion. Um, what else? Um, I'm greedy. I love food. And that's I love my kids and my grandkids. They are part of me, as everyone knows. Y'all know them. <laughs> so that's who I am. So how did you get into writing? Well, um, I could say back in probably like about four years ago, traveling with... Um, two good girlfriends, sister girlfriends of mine, and another girlfriend by the name of Squidget, Lakeisha. Um, she always had, um, on Sundays, it's called a Butterfly Circle. And we all meet up and speak about, you know, things that we going through as women, single parents, 
And so they was sharing with me, won't you write a book? Because everybody following you, you got a big heart. You always helping, you know, people or got love for people, even the people that hurt you. So with that said, on the way, probably like a year ago, probably like out of that four years, that year, um, me and a good sister girlfriend by the name of Patrice and Benita, she was speaking on, uh, is you going to do the book? And I was like, do the book? What am I going to do the book on? She said, on you. I said, really? She was like, because people following you always showing love. And I said, all right, well, help me come up with the name. And that's how the name came about, on our way to the Steve Harvey Hoodie, Hoodies Awards show in Las Vegas. And it was called, she she said, won't you, won't you um, put the name to it, this name, Spreading the Love and running on little and receiving. No, running on little and receiving a little. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to put it together. I'm going I'm to work on it. And from there, you know, every day I was going to work, you know, going to church and things of that nature. I was going through some things. So I was writing down and I didn't know what I was writing. I was just writing and writing. So um, 2000, I started writing, writing it. What? Um, I think it was September the 10th, 2010. So I was writing it all the way up till God had, um, you know, was connecting the dots. So I met my husband in 2012. So it was so funny that I sat back and I went back and I was writing in my book, put some more things in the book, and I seen the date, September the 10th, 2010. And, you know, it took me for a surprise, like, oh, my God. I met my husband September the 10th, 2012. So I was saying, well, God heard my prayer and he know, you know, what I needed. But it's some things I had to go through in life to be in, in order, to be in the right order to receive what he had for me. So, so you feel like writing the book was the beginning of like a restart. Yeah. Like how you push the restart button. Yep. Because if two years prior to you started writing a book and then two years later you met your husband, clearly you were able to get some things out of you. Yes. That you needed to do. Yes. So do you feel like journaling is important? Yes. Yes, I really do. Have you journaled before you started, before God spoke to you in regards to writing down your thoughts? No, I have no idea. (laughs) No? No. Yeah. Well. When, um, you know, I was praying a lot and then, you know, had, I had went to church. Well, I, go to, I was going to church, you know, just trying to get right, get myself together. Like, what is going on? And so I remember the pastor, my, my old pastor had said on a Sunday, he had spoken, said, you know, uh, Pastor Staples, where Bishop Staples now, he had spoken, said that you women, y'all talking about y'all want a husband, a good man, and the men want a good wife. Well, be careful what you speak for he said <laughs> so y'all need to write down in y'all book or in the back of y'all bible type of husband y'all want and leave it in there and pray on it and you know from there i did that and i looked back in in my book and it said everything that i asked for with the man that i met the husband that the husband that i um asked it for god and he sent that but he ain't sent it a dark skin brother. He said, light brother. <laughs> Look, you got to be careful about the mistakes, huh? Because I made a couple two years yeah. ago. Mine was just all wrong. So I, 
I really figured it out. You got to be very specific yes. in that journal. <laughs> yes. We're going to be talking uh, more in depth about running empty and how it is to give, give, give and not receive anything when we come back. All right. Yes. Give everybody your social media information so they can follow along. Yes, my social media on Facebook is Teresa, no Black Diamond, no Teresa Black Diamond Sledge Dash Jackson. So go on Facebook Live so y'all can see and hear some good things. Peace. All right, guys, we'll be right back only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. Show. She said I got a reputation, I'm that though She trying to play hard to get, but I'ma get it though She say she ain't that type of girl, she sending pictures though She get naked on a snap cause it disappeared I seen that for a second, I say bring it here See the way that I'ma f*** you, you ain't never did I'ma f*** you everywhere, and baby, I ain't never scared Are you prepared to sit in the club with thugs? I'm hoping you there cause all that we got is trust You got friends, they don't f*** with me like that So in return, I don't f*** with them right back I could've f*** one, I could've f*** Two, but I'm only f***ing you, what you going through? Now you mad, texting in all caps like I just didn't put my kids on your back oh, wow. Hey, 
what's going on everybody this is mike williams you're listening to consider this listening to the music that you want to hear not the music that you got and i get an amen yay yay yeah you it's me your heart listen to me we've got to talk high blood pressure is serious and yours whoa what happened to us we used to be so much more active but lately you've been ignoring me i know you think i'm just gonna keep ticking away forever but you're wrong you can do so much more to control your high blood pressure doing the minimum isn't doing enough i'm under a lot of pressure and can quit whenever i want bet you didn't know that but i like my job just treat me better check on me give me something green to nibble on every once in a while and maybe we can do some exercise on occasion Let's get to it. After all, we're in this together. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. Check, change, control. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Hey, 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 this is Rhonda Brunson, the credit queen, preaching and teaching the credit gospel to all who will listen. Bad credit happens to good people. Let's fix it. But until then, tune in to Misunderstood on Consider This Radio. Did you miss Sunday's episode? No worries. Consider This Radio replays every Tuesday on iTunes and SoundCloud at 3 p.m. Check us out. Hey guys, we are back. I am your girl, Misunderstood. You are tuned in to WEBR Radio Fairfax. Listening to Consider This, we have Miss Teresa Black Diamond in the building. Sunny just hopped in. And we have to talk really quickly as women, right? Mostly. Not yes. to knock them in, but mostly us. Um, a lot of the times, <laughs> we can get burned out, right? Because yes. you have to be everything. You're a mom, your sister, your daughter in some cases. Um, you're a wife, your friend, your business owner, your coworker. How does it, excuse me, how do, how are you able to balance? Because I know the, the tagline for the book is running on empty and receiving little, right? Yes. So one, how do you acknowledge that things are running low? Or do we normally not acknowledge that until it's low? <laughs> yes, that's the thing. I didn't acknowledge I don't I didn't acknowledge that until it got low and I was just like, whoa, like wow. You know, like, okay, I don't have nobody to pull back into me. So then I had then I had to start really praying and and you know stepping back and you know taking a look and recognizing what my worth was and was I getting treated like I was giving out pouring out so it wasn't pouring back in so you know that's how the book that's why my book said um running on emptying and receiving a little now how was that when you when you figured that you were running out did you have to cut the circle smaller? Like, what are some of the steps that you had to do to no longer run out? Or is it an ongoing process? Um, No. What I had to do, I had to cut my circle back and, you know, start, you know, being around women like-minded like me. And that was pouring, that 
that appreciate me pointing to them and they pull back pull back into me and then you know with that said you know you have you know how some of your girlfriends be oh oh she um oh she done switched up but it's okay that you know you were just draining me you know so you saying i'm switched up even right now today you know i only you know appreciate the sisters that been there in my life that poured into me you know and some of them they still hating from the sideline but i recognize it but i still feed them with a long hand of spoon and, sh and show them love regardless because your haters need love too that's definitely um true in regards to shortening out the circle you definitely are able to see who's who in a sense um when you are trying to become better yeah. I always say it's much harder to be good than it is bad because yes. every day, you know, you got to be conscious that I am yeah. trying to be a good person. And boy, oh boy, it's choosing happiness, something else, especially yes. when you come from a background of turmoil or a background of pain. Yes. If you come from a happy place as a child and all those things, choosing happiness is a little, is a little easy, right? Yes. But when you're coming from the struggle, choosing happiness right. is something else because you definitely know another way to That's be right. um which is much much more natural yes. than happiness as always is right yes so i know that you mentioned about um loving your haters from a distance just speak on a little bit how important is it for you for everybody not to like you but to respect you okay i'm gonna say um wow like everybody they love me right the naysayers and the ones that's still right there, they have issues, you know, with me sharing love with one sister, then another sister, which this sister over here doing things, so I'm gonna support her. I don't, I share with you and try to give you information, you know, then, you know, you don't think my word good enough, somebody else word good enough, and now you see things blooming over here, or or her and such and such a day real tight now it's not that it's just that that she's like-minded like me and you right here you want to keep on doing the same old dumb stuff or messy stuff and i'm not with that i outgrew that and god showed me things like that so what i still do i still pray for this person over here and hoping that they'll get it one day but at the same time god said you can't take everybody with you so i keep it moving mm -hmm. And I think that is important that, that you did mention that um, when you are changing your ideology and the way you move, people do start to look different. And that honestly doesn't mean that you like the new people anymore. It's just that yeah. you guys are doing the same thing. Like, I think people need to understand that everybody plays a position in your life. Yeah. And it's up to you. You can say position. You can say season. But I remember my professor always told me everybody gets used. Yes. You have to control how you're being used. That's right. Shout out to Dr. Slack for that one. Um, but, yeah, he definitely said that, and I agree. I think everybody wants to get something, but you have to control your narrative on how you are being used in a sense, right? Exactly. So our, when you're in these environments, right, and when you started journaling, and, well, actually, when you obeyed God, yes. and God told you to start writing, we actually have a caller. Let me see if they... Have the answer to win these tickets, okay? okay. <laughs> um, I don't have the phone set up, so we're gonna have to go south and south. Um, you're live on the radio. Hello. 
Well, we can hear you. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Okay. Caller, call back so you can win these tickets now. Cause I don't know what was up with your phone. We could hear your TV or something in the background. Um, when you obeyed God and you started journaling, wasn't quite sure what it was going to be. How did you begin to format the book? Like. Of course, you started writing down. You jotted down what you, what you wanted your husband to be. You missed the the dark skin, but he's still an attractive man. Yes. <laughs> so you got Say everything yourself. else. You got Say everything yourself. else but the dark skin. Um. Okay. Yes. Hold on. This is. Let's see if the caller can hear. <laughs> Hello. That's caller. my big daddy over there. Yes. How you doing? Hi. How are you? Good. I'm calling in. I am Shaquan Display. Teresa. Hello. Okay. How are you? Good. Were you calling just to um, cheer your mom on, or did tune you have in. a question? I was calling to tune in. Okay, why are you not calling to win these tickets? Oh, what tickets? For the Black Panther movie. Oh, yeah, I'm calling to win that too. <laughs> so now you have to tell me one thing outside of her husband that your mom loves. She said that in the first segment, so that's the question. That she loves? Oh, she loves this shopping for you love her kids she loves God okay all of that may be right but she, that is not what she really one of the things she said she did okay I'll I give did. you the kid part <laughs> but that wasn't the word I was looking for but I'm gonna give you the kid part okay okay so we're gonna give you free tickets two tickets to the Black Panther movie on February the 16th okay okay all right and you. your mother has my information so we'll make sure you get the information all right Okay, but tell me what it was, though. <laughs> no, I can't tell you because I have 25 tickets to give away. Somebody else needs to call in and give the answer. <laughs> that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, she'll let you know after the show. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So um, once you were obedient with God and you started journaling, you wrote down the things that you wanted. How did the formation of the book come along? Like, how did you get the chapters? Because you have, like, oh, about, like, 10 different chapters, right? Yeah. So how did you come to the format of the book? When was it then that you said, oh, I have a book? Hmm. When my publisher had came over to the house and she was she was um, explaining to me, um, how you want your chapters done? And I and I and I um, responded back and told her. Well, I, first she was like, "You want this said just like this?" I'm like, "I want to say it just like that." And so from there we broke the chapters down, you know, from one through sixty-six. You know, I really wanted to acknowledge my mom and God and the people that that poured into my life at that time when I was going through my struggles. That they didn't know, they didn't know that they was they put this put something into me. And I wanted to recognize them. That's how my chapters came about. And my really chapter, the um, what is it? The haters. That's be right there beside you. It could be your mother. It could be your father. It could be anybody in your family and most of your close friends, you know, that you think that, you know, you that have your your best interest, but they they have your best interest to a certain degree. But when you start to elevate, it'd be a whole nother story. So, you know, that's when I re recognize that, like, I need to 
break this down in chapters because sister girlfriend a, a sister friend a sister girlfriend is different from a sister friend you know and on and on so that's what made me start breaking my chapters down when my publisher came over like i'm like this is really my book like i really wrote this i'm like you know i really did this and you know it was i have to put this out i definitely have to put this out that you know i went through um a really time in my life my first marriage you know and um my first husband he know who he who he are said what I couldn't do I couldn't read I couldn't speak you know properly to be you know on a show but here I am thank you father God I'm on misunderstood show today the 21st speaking and I do have a book when he said I couldn't do God said no yes you can and I was like I have to put that in. I thank him for encouraging me. He encouraged me when he said what I couldn't do. And God said, yes, you can do. So how important is it for you to be obedient? Very. Like, what if you didn't start journaling? And what if you didn't listen to the publisher? What, like, what do you think would have been the difference? It would have been a disaster. You know, I want no, I want to be one man today. So I give all praise to my father God because without him it wouldn't be me he wouldn't he took me through some things to 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 show me to make me this 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 shining black diamond today because I was a diamond in the rough and in the rough and he said you know what because you hard-headed yeah I was very hard-headed coming up as a young girl as a teenager as a single parent want to listen to my mom and so he took me through those things but Everything I went through, I learned from. So that's what made me a better woman today. Wife, nana, and mother, sister, girlfriend, (laughs) all that. (laughs) True. And I think that's important for you to be able to make the change, right? Because in life, you're supposed to grow. That's right. Things are going to be different. Yes. That doesn't mean that, you know, you're any different. But it just means that you're looking at things different. I think people should celebrate that more than make it look like, oh, you're being 50 or like you're changing or something like that. Because if you were the same person you were at 30, like you really need to look at yourself because (laughs) I don't I don't think that's who you still want to be. Not even that maybe that was a bad person, but I think in every Every day you can learn something new. Right. Every day you can grow if you're open to it. I yes. swear I learn something new every day, even if it's something okay. dumb. Yeah, like I like, was like, oh my god, I didn't know that. I mean, it could have yes. been something simple. How how coleslaw was made? Who knows? Yeah. But you just got to be open to that yes, knowledge. Exactly. Because you can be a hundred and still learn. That's right. I mean, I don't think it's a, a time frame on when you stop learning. That's right. So yeah, shout out to all of the haters. Shout out to everyone that said that you wouldn't be able to do it. That's right. Um, because here it is. So you t- tell the people to be obedient. Please be obedient. And when God show you who that person is, that's who they is. And don't fight that. And don't fight that. He it's just that he just like, I'm trying to show you, but you still want to push like me. I went through some things, but guess what? I learned today, and I'm here to share with y'all. Please put God first and pray. God will answer your prayer, not your friend, not your husband, not your mother, not your father. Your father, Father God will. Like I tell everybody that's around me or know me, 
I have two husbands. They like two husbands. Yeah, first one is God. And then Big Daddy right here, Kenneth Harold Jackson. That's my number one, hey, supporter. So, you know, when God put poor him put him into my life for me being obedient and I need I needed that husband. He put the right husband. So be careful what type of husband you want. Hmm. I'm just saying. And you better know. Yes. I have a funny story. I'm gonna say this and <clears throat> okay, I don't know what just happened to my voice. Um, so I have a prayer that I do that is not good because God always removes these people. So it'll be like, you know how you're dating somebody that you kind of know you probably shouldn't be with, but for whatever reason, you still rocking with them or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I tell God to please remove <laughs> anyone that is not good for me. And God knows I end up single every time after that prayer. So you know what, God? I am about, you know, me and you going to have to talk because I'm about sick of this now. You got to give me something better. But um, I know for me personally, that drink works. Yeah. <laughs> it's like after I say that, two weeks later, I'm starting to real see some stuff that was already there that I wasn't paying attention to. And I'm like, oh, my God, why are you doing this to me? I don't know. Yeah. But that is so true. So you definitely got to be very mindful of what you ask for. Yes, be obedient, please. Man, okay? So we're going to talk about something very interesting. Something, this is something else I learned. I was familiar with the topic, but I didn't know the depth of the topic. Okay. So we're going to talk about Georgetown when we come back. Take a little break. And I want you guys to give us a call. We are still giving away the tickets because the baby girl, she did get the kids right. But that was not the answer I was looking for. So, Teresa did mention something else that she loved. I'm still giving away tickets. Remember, I have 25 of them. So, y'all need to get these tickets, okay? Um, the number is 703-560-8255. Let me know. What is it that she said? Y'all should be paying attention. Okay. And everybody that love her, you should already know what she loved. Call in and get these free tickets. The number is 703-560-8255. We will be back right after this. We're going to talk about a topic that is right in our backyard. Y'all let me know what you think. Only on Consider This. Consider This. Hey, hey, hey. This is Rhonda Brunson, the credit queen, preaching and teaching the credit gospel to all who will listen. Bad credit happens to good people. Let's fix it. But until then, tune in to Misunderstood on Consider This Radio. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
was a cinch. I really like it when a guy can do it in under two minutes. The key to my marriage is doing it in under two minutes. I can do it in two minutes. I can do it in less than two minutes. I can do it in under two minutes myself. And with my Each year the Red Cross responds to 66,000 disasters. Most of them are home fires. Most of them are home fires. Whoa. I know. Whoa. Seven people die each day on average from home fires. Seven people a day. That's way too many people. You can save your life and your family's life. Make an escape plan. Make an escape plan. Make an escape plan. It's critical that everyone can get out in under two minutes. I can get from my bedroom to my front door in less than two minutes. Shh! In two minutes. I can take my shirt off, pour glitter all over myself, and still do it in two minutes. Called my mom the other day, told her I did it in under two minutes. 
She was so proud. One and a half. What? There's no way. Yeah. Check your smoke alarms monthly to make sure they're working properly. Smoke alarms cut your risk of death or injury in half. Half? It's 50%. This little guy, cutting it in half. And if it's beeping at you, don't rip it out of the wall. Give it a battery, you know? Make it happy so it can help you get out of the house in time. Make sure to visit redcross.org slash two steps, two minutes. Two steps. Two minutes. Two steps, two minutes. Visit the link below to find out more. Wherever it is. Not there. Here. Right here. Hey, this is Brooke. You're tuned in to Misunderstood on Consider This. Our story will unfold the greatest contributions of African-American men and women that took place on this day. And it's up next. Hey guys, we are back. I am your girl, Misunderstood. You are tuning in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. And, excuse me. Um, <laughs> we are back, but we are going to discover um, what are the hot topics. And again, even if you're a Washingtonian, you may not know. We're going to take this call, though, because I do need to give away these tickets. So hold on one second. All right, you're live on the radio. Hello. Okay. Um, Katrina, call back. Okay. Katrina dropped her call. Um, but <laughs> yeah, call back to get these tickets if you got the answer. Okay. Because yes. we need them to have it. They need to be paying attention, don't you? Agree? Yes, exactly. Oh, it's not hard. Um, <laughs> y'all better come on get these tickets. Twenty five. <laughs> Tickets, come on, free. Yeah, and we need to go flood the Black Panther joint. Yes, so we Black gotta go Panther. see the movie. She has twenty five free tickets. Call in if you remember what I said. I love. Yeah, we're giving them away. All right, um, February sixteenth, seven o'clock. You gotta be there on time because I'm not missing nothing. Okay? okay, so if you ain't at the door, I don't know what you're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> be there six forty five. Yeah, so 6.30. <laughs> no, Look. I'm probably not going to be there at 6.30. Look, wait for six, yeah, 6.45 <laughs> is good, okay? <laughs> 7 o'clock, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe I could leave your name at the window, but <laughs> 6.45, y'all better get there because y'all know I'm always running a little behind. Um, But let's talk about something else that's behind. Georgetown University, okay? There was an article that was recently published on the WashingtonPost.com, shout out to them, in regards to 180 years ago, mm -hmm. Georgetown University um, had a group of people that was purchasing slaves. Mm -hmm. At that time, Georgetown owes its existence of the money that they made from purchasing slaves to 272 people. There's a guy from the Isaac Hawkins Legacy Group that feels like, where's my money? Okay, you sold mm -hmm. us. Where's the money? Right. So apparently 272 African-Americans that were in the district before the abolishment of slavery were still being sold in D.C. And the school 
is thinking about a little reparations. They're not quite sure about it just yet. Um, but D. Taylor, which is one of the descendants of Isaac Hawkins, he's actually 65 um, years old. He was sold in 1830. His great-great-great-great-grandfather was sold in 1838. And she appreciates the symbol and the gesture that the school has taken by mentioning that they did purchase the slaves. But she says deep down in her heart, she doesn't feel like that's enough and that they could actually do more. Um, many universities have been accused of selling slaves through the universities at the time. Um, out in Maryland, Maryland um, supposedly has sold 232 slaves. So I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. What do you... What are, what are your thoughts about that? Because I know Freedom Day is February the 1st. Shout out to Washington Parks and People. They're going to be doing a Freedom Day in Ward 7. Um, just discuss, discussing that Abraham Lincoln, which I still believe was a black man, um, that he signed to abolish the slaves or whatever um, on February the 1st in whenever. I don't have it in front of me, so I don't want to lie to you guys. But it was like February the 1st, whenever, is when he signed the law. But... What do you think about it? Because basically the Maryland school was selling slaves to sell off their debt, to pay off their debt. Wow. So they were selling people to pay off debts. I don't like that. No. <laughs> She's like, mm-mm, that ain't it. No. I think that that was so wrong. Yeah. It's, it is really hard to kind of come up with words, right? Because could you believe that? Like, if you owe Comcast, you start selling your children. Right. Here you go, Comcast. That's crazy. Here's a person. Um, Yeah. So I don't know about that either. Me and either. I'm still confused on where our reparations anyway. We don't have no money. Like, I right. live in a city where I'm not supposed to be taxed and I'm still taxed. We got all kind of problems that are not. Um, Representatives. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Yes. Nothing is going on. One group of the descendants, though, has said that the university should create a $100 billion foundation for reconciliation. But see, what I don't like is it's only for the descendants of those slaves. What about the reparations of all of the slaves okay. that were sold, not only at um, Georgetown University, but period? Yes. They need to give all of us something. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want this Piece to be like an a education fund. Right. I think they should be able to get money. Yes. Um, and um, Dee Hawkins also said that she also believes what we said, that they should be direct benefits for the descendants. She also doesn't believe that um, there should be like be some kind of education fund. Now, I'm not sure who Taylor is, but they referenced Taylor, a 70-year-old from Baton Rouge. She described her disbelief when she learned of the sales. She knew that the name Isaac Hawkins was from her family history, handed down generation to generation. And then she began to learn more about her past. And it was at that time where she just found out that they were being sold. And um, that was only... 10 years ago is when she found that out. Wow. Um, she found out that her ancestor was at the bottom of the ship. Mm. Um, it was wet. It was cold. And that's where Mr. Hawkins was at the time. Mm -hmm. So I think that's just ridiculous. Um, I'm not quite sure. It's really interesting that even now they downplay our worth. Yeah. But clearly, we are worth so much more. If you yes. are going to sell us for debt, then that just goes to show you how powerful we are yes. and why people don't hone into their gifts opposed yep. to the negativity. We got another call, though. 
Hello, you're live on the radio. Hey, how's it going? How's it going today? It's doing well. I said it's good. I don't even know what I just said. We're good. How are you? <laughs> I am blessed. I am blessed. Yes. I'm just calling to give some love to my sister, Black Diamond. This is Mr. Intelligent. Hey, Mr. Intelligent. All right, Mr. Intelligent. Are you local? So why are you not calling to win these tickets? You know, you black people are very interesting because you want to talk about the Black Panther movie all the time. I'm giving away 25 tickets and nobody is calling for the ticket. I'm confused. Do you already have your tickets for the movie? Nope, but I was calling to win these tickets. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to get on you when you call up here. Um, so then you have to tell me, Mr. Intelligent, we're going we're gonna to test this out right now. One... How, have you, are you aware of Georgetown selling the slaves? Very aware. So how do you feel about that? Give us your commentary on that. I'm going to give you my commentary on it. With no cursing. No cursing, though. Oh, I understand. Okay. They know we are a black, melanated individual. This earth has always been ours. And nothing goes forward. And nothing moves without our taste or without a melanated human being. So... They had to find a way to to bind us all and make money and let us do their work for them. And I feel as though we were it, and that's why he had to gather us up and settle us and make money to do what he needed to do to build a better economy for their people, but off our hard work, sweat, blood, and tears. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, right now, they're only looking to give money back to 272 descendants. How do you feel about reparations for all black people, okay? Because I would have been somewhere in Jamaica or Haiti right now if they didn't go pick up my uncle or something. So do you think that everybody should get the money back, or do you think that it should only be these descendants of Georgetown University? Well, I want to say the money belongs to us all. This world is ours. I think everyone deserves their fair share and their fair stake in it all. Um, I just believe that we all wake up, because now we are in the age of Aquarius. This is the year of enlightenment. So I believe that we all just wake up and we unite and we come together. We should overcome, and we should all get what we deserve. And no one is going to give us anything. Nope. got to wake up and get out there and work hard for it. That's right. Yeah, that's so and, true. And that's why I appreciate Black Diamond, because she's one of the strong sisters that I, um, I know I watched her, you know, as I was growing up, and I watched the woman she's become today. And that's the ideal model of a, a goddess of a woman, because I believe woman is God. So I believe that's the ideal idol of, of that. You know, so... And we are not disagreeing with you on that. (laughs) So can you tell us what else does Black Diamond love outside of her husband and her children and God? Of course, you know, those are the regular things, right? But she mentioned something else that she loved. Are you able to tell me what that answer is? Yes, she did. This is what I know about her. I mean, I may be wrong, but I just know she likes to uplift people. She likes to love on others. Okay, so look, that was not the answer. But you know what, Mr. Intelligent, due to the fact that you agree with me that women are God, I'm going to give you two free tickets. But I still need somebody to give me the answer. Somebody rewind Facebook Live back or something because that's not what she said, okay? (laughs) Now, we know she's all about uplifting, but that that wasn't the answer. But because you do believe women are God, I'm going to give you two free tickets to it. I'm going to get your information from Black Diamond or your social media or something so we can connect. You can get these tickets. So you need to be free February 16th, okay, by 645, all right? Yes, man. That's three days after my birthday, too. See, we'll, ha- oh, well I'm going to give you three tickets so you can bring somebody extra for your birthday. 
Now, don't bring both of you. Yeah, happy birthday to you, but don't bring your woman and the side chick. Cause oh. look, we are watching this movie regardless. Okay, I don't want no, I don't want no problems, no problems at the movie. Yes, ma'am, and I greatly appreciate you all. Okay. You too. Thank, thank you. you. So shout out to Mister Intelligent. I'm giving him an extra ticket because it's his birthday. Okay, but y'all need to give me the answer <laughs> when the show is over, and I tell you what she said. You're gonna be like, duh, duh right? It was, yeah. Cause she even cut herself off and was like, "This is what she loved," but you know what? All right, that's five tickets. I got twenty yes. more tickets, so look. I need to, come on, y'all need to. Call I'm still gonna be giving tickets. them away up until the movie too. But you know, the more we could have gave away today, the doper it would have been. But back to the dialogue, I definitely believe, um, agree with Mr. Intelligent in regards to everybody. You know, shout out yes. to the 272 families, but I need my check too because yes. I think I would have been Me somebody too. different <laughs> if I would have still been in Africa or Haiti. Yes. Like I really do because that's where some somebody is from there. Okay, so <laughs> who knows what I would have been over there? <laughs> so because somebody came and got my uncle or something, I need part of my check too that's right i don't Yo. even want a billion just a little check <laughs> just a little something a little up. check you know to open me up a building and a transitional yes. house i'm not asking for much right but somebody need to cut my check and i need to find out if i'm kin to mr hawkins at this point <laughs> girl we need to do our ancestry okay because we might be a part of that 272 and don't even know it yes if you guys want to continue to comment on the sale of the slavery, um, uh, the sale of the slaves from Georgetown University, you're more than welcome to call us. The number 703-560-8255. Shortly, though, what we're going to do is we're going to get into this book. I have a couple of excerpts that we have to talk about sure. in the book. Southeast all day. Southeast in the building. <laughs> that turns in the yes. building. We're going to play a little word association and more in a matter of seconds. We're going to get into some good gossip, though. We got to tell you what's going on good in the world outside of um, the families also getting that, uh, hopefully, that billion dollars. And um, you guys better check your genealogy right now because you might be a Hawkins and don't even know it. So get on that ASAP. Okay, get on it now. The number here is 703-560-8255. Again, that number is 703-560-8255. We will be diving in the book a little bit more. If you are following me on social media, then you can see the book. You can Google it on Amazon. Once it does come to you, she can sign it. So that's what we're doing. And we're going to dibble and dabble into Stanton Roll and um, all of the surrounding areas. And we're going to talk to her about the change of this city. Cause you didn't you didn't see the change. No. They got some three hundred thousand dollar townhouses over on Stanton Road about to pop up. I see. We were talking about that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so meeting. we gotta talk about the change of this city, honey, because it's changing. Yeah. And I'm all for change. I love a good Whole Foods and the Trader Joe's because I don't eat meat, so I love not being able to drive <laughs> twenty minutes to go get some vegetarian food. <laughs> but I do believe that there should be some balance. That's right. It got to be. Balance in everything we do. It got to be. And right now, the tail is, uh, the scale is tipping all the way. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be right back, guys, with some good gossip and more coming up next. Right after this, though, we got to get into this new escape. Y'all got to let me know. Tiny been singing her little heart out as much as she could. Um, Their new joint is called Dream Killer, and it's coming up next on Consider This Radio. Hey, this is Rona, and you're tuned in to Misunderstood on Consider This.
What's up? This is Brian McGee, a.k.a. B-Mac MoFit of MoFit, and you're listening to Misunderstood on Consider This Radio. Columbine. Virginia Tech. Tucson. Aurora. Fort Hood. Oak Creek. Newtown. 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 Don't do it. How many more? How many more? How many more colleges? How many more classrooms? How many more movie theaters? 
How many more houses of faith? How many more shopping malls? How many more street corners? How many more? How many more? Enough. 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 Demand a plan. Right now. As a mom. As a dad. As a friend. As a husband. As a wife. As an American. As an American. As an American. As a human being. For the children of Sandy Hook. Demand a plan. No more lists of names. It's not too soon. It's too late. Now is the time. Before we all know someone who loved someone on that list. No more lists. No more who they might have been. No more if we had just done something yesterday. It's time. We can do better than this. We can do better than this. It's time. It's time. It's time for our leaders to act. Demand a plan. Right now. Right now. You! Demand it! Enough. 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 Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. <laughs> my mommy. Well, I've been afraid of changing Cause I've built my life around you Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. Show the world your vow to help end domestic violence by putting the nail in it. You can help by donating to safehorizon.org, the largest victims services agency in the country. Then paint your left ring fingernail purple to show your support. Please join us. My family was personally devastated by domestic violence, but we have rebuilt by helping others. Let's put the nail in it. good people we are back i am your girl misunderstood we are having a very good conversation we're gonna make sure sunny and hubby get on the microphone when we start <laughs> talking about southeast okay because it's getting hot up in here um what we're gonna do right now really quickly is talk about a little bit of good gossip we got to talk about the american express ceo kenneth chantlett he is joining Facebook as one of the first African-Americans to sit on the Facebook board of directors. Ooh, shout out to Kenneth yeah. for that. Shout we have another shout out to Tiffany Haddish. She's also doing a group on commercial for the Super Bowl ad. Oh, and actually, I believe this is Groupon's first um commercial i don't even think groupon does commercials but shout out to tiffany okay because she is ready um we also want to shout out the south south carolina is launching the new green book okay so they're going to name states which has the most black history so you guys got to look out of that 
um, coming out of South Carolina. The name of the book is going to be called The Green Book, and it's going to name the state's top black history sites. So this is where you can get the most information about your black history. Shout out again to Tiffany Haddish. Um, uh, what is his name? Jordan Peele, the creators of Blackish. They win at the 49th NAACP. I can't talk today. NAACP Awards. Okay, all of them came out victorious on top um, for these great shows. And all of them are diverse. So I think that that's dope. Um, one last person that we're going to shout out is the Philadelphia Museum of Art. They're going to actually bring in sculptures and other works from African-Americans from the South. So this is a big deal because normally their works come from out of the country or kind of keeping it up north. But um, they're actually going to be bringing up people um, from down south to display their works inside of the Philadelphia Museum. I am your girl, Misunderstood. You guys just have been considered with some good gossip. If you are local and have your own good gossip, all you have to do is email me. I would love to do good gossip about DMV. Yes. <laughs> But, you know, we don't talk to each other for whatever reason. Um, but if you decide to talk, I would love to say whatever good things that you guys got going on. It's important that we both keep each other uplifted and in the know. That way can people can support you on what you're doing and vice versa. Be supported in the background. All right. We will be right back. We got to talk about Southeast. Okay. In just one second. The same old gossip? Shoot, we are too. Get ready for good gossip coming up on Consider This Radio. We have a big problem and we need your help. It's happening on college campuses, at bars, at parties, even in high schools. It's happening to our sisters and our daughters. Our wives and our friends. It's called sexual assault and it has to stop. We have to stop it. So listen up. If she doesn't consent, or if she can't consent, it's rape, it's assault. It's a crime, it's wrong. If I saw it happening and I was taught, you have to do something about it. If I saw it happening, I speak up. If I saw it happening, I'd never blame her, I'd help her. Because I don't want to be a part of the problem. I want to be a part of the solution. We need all of you to be part of the solution. This is about respect, it's about responsibility. It's up to all of us to put an end to sexual assault. And that starts with you. Because one is too many. Well, I'm going to play it for you next week. <laughs> All right, guys. We are back. You heard DJ Flex. And yeah. I think that was cool. We got to talk about Southeast. Yeah. One, let's play a little name association because we got to get into the book before we talk about, you know, they're saying gentrification. I say classism. So this is going to be a great debate here. <laughs> but let's talk about this book. We're going to do a name association. So I'm going to name a couple of 
I'm going to say a couple of words that comes from your book. And I want you to say the first thing that comes to mind, okay? So if you guys have been under a rock somewhere, we are here with Teresa Black Diamond, author, mother, entrepreneur, motivational speaker, cooker, designer. Um, I don't know what else I could say. Nana. Nana, Southeast native. We're talking about the book, Spreading the Love, Giving. Hold on, because I got to Running on Empty. And receiving little. So we covered what does it feel like to run on empty, especially as a woman. Yes. Um, we also talked about spreading love. We gave background on who she who she is. We're not going to say who she was, who she is. We also talked about listening to God and um, answering when he's talking to you and being very specific. Okay. When you're asking for that man, her and I shared both of our stories. Um, we're also yeah. <laughs> about to get into now some name association. So if I say Stanton Terrace, what is the first word that comes to your mind? Sandbox. <laughs> 18th street Northwest. Hmm. That's when I, no. That's when I first got my apartment. <laughs> and Kenny. Oh, this is my big daddy right here. <laughs> my number one supporter. <laughs> All right. Um, One other thing that I wanted to talk about that stood out the most about the book, which we're not giving away because you guys can order that on Amazon. Pick your prime shipping and hit up Teresa so she can sign it. But a couple of things that stood out to mind. One in the book, you say that you realize not having a strong relationship with your father left you lost with choosing a partner. If you could expound on that just a little bit. Yes. Um, I remember my dad. He used to come around all the time when I was a little girl and pick me up, open doors for me, you know, and just, you know, was just my my daddy. And I loved that and just treated me like a queen as a little girl coming up. And then all of a sudden, at the age of, I can remember, I think probably like 10, I see him no more. So with me coming into my my um, young teen age, coming up, you know, as the only girl in my mom's house, my four brothers, you know, we dad, you know, we need a daddy because daddy just going to secure you, even though your mom is too. And my dad wasn't there for me to talk to about you know, boys, you know, my mom, she told me, but as a mother, she can tell it to you like a man could, what, what a woman's supposed to, ex, you know, how she's supposed to be treated as a woman, a queen. So I missed that. And with all the the different guys I was in relationship with, you know, some was good, some was bad, but I went, you know, I went through some things because, you know, lacking of love and knowledge of who, a woman, how a woman's supposed to be treated and her woman's worth. So with that said, you know, with God, you know, he showed me that. And he blessed me with a, a wonderful husband that do all those things, open the door, making sure I'm all right, just everything, things that I'm, sh with my shortcomings in. He loved me unconditionally with all my flaws and don't look at none of that and downplay me. So that's that part. And y'all need to read more because there are more pages about that. But that was just something interesting because I always tell people that. I also tell my daughter's father that, but no one wants to listen. But being a girl that did not have her father and being aware in my journey, 
it is a difference. Yes. It's a it's a huge difference. It's a difference on way how you treat men, um, how you expect to be treated, how you deal with um, those roadblocks in a relationship. Yes. So it's definitely extremely important. So all you men out there, even if the mother get on your nerves and you got a little girl, y'all got to figure it out. Like you, you just got to figure it out no matter what, because in the long run, it can definitely hurt a woman. Okay, yes. trust and believe it does. Even if you don't think that your presence means that much, it actually does. Something else that we've talked about throughout um, is how did your experiences strengthen your relationship with God? Because you have a whole chapter about God, right? Yes. So I know we talked about it a little bit, but if we left something out, could you name like how some of your experiences that we already didn't touch, how did those um how I'm strengthening your relationship with God. Was it through your journaling or what was the moment where you figured that you couldn't do it by yourself no more? The moment hmm, I can remember when I was working my part-time job with Sasha Bruce as a team counselor and I was sitting in the dark, you know, and I was just praying to God about the bills and things that I had. I had my own house. I had my own car. I finished school, went back to school at 39 years old, got my high school diploma, did all that. So I'm just, just crying like, Father God, just help me, you know. Help me pay this. I want this house paid off. I don't want these decks, none of that, you know. And I I want a good husband. I don't want to keep dipping and dab. I don't want to keep doing this. I don't want to keep doing, you know, things that wasn't of God. And then, um, a good girlfriend of mine, sister girlfriend, Tanya Green Law, she used to be Law, she Green now, she used to always tell me, why you keep having all them guys around your daughter? And Mother Love, let me say Mother Love, Jennifer Gibbs. But Tanya used to say, you need to go to church. You need to, that's not godly. And I used to tell her, look, look girl, leave me alone. Shut up. You know, leave me, look, I don't want to hear that. But then when I get to myself, I get to thinking, you know, like, dang, you know, looking at myself in the mirror like, she, you know, she was right, you know. So I'm just, so then I started, then she offered me to go to church with her one day. And and I ain't go. Then I finally went to my own church. And, you know, that's when the pastor started speaking, you know, things that she been telling me, but I ain't want to hear. Then, you know, my godmother, which is my daughter's godmother, her, her, her old principal teacher, founder of, uh, WMSG girls well, I can't think of the name right now but Jennifer Gibbs mother love she used to tell me I need you to go back to school I need you to stop saying all these guys I need you to get your life together because I see so much in you and I'm looking at her like look I ain't trying to hear that here she is coming telling me this you know so I'm like well, both of them saying the same thing they don't know each other so you know God chose them as angels to put in my life to tell me the things that I was doing that that's not right that that's not of God so I you know I started just praying to God and just asking him for guidance and help you know and surround me with people that mean me good and a good man that he want me to have not what I want not what I choose and from there God just started just you know just pouring the blessings down just connecting the dots connecting the dots and you know right now today even right now I still ask God you know 
thank you or tell him no i ask him to show me and help me with some things that you know things i might you know go through a little bit you know or with some uh you know some sister girlfriends you know that that i see me and them when when sister tanya and my godmother jennifer gills used to be telling me i try to share that with them you know so with that i'm just you know listen to god and things just just he just blessed me that i can't even i wouldn't imagine that i'm here being interviewed with misunderstood or wrote a book you know that's because i was being obedient and listen even though i didn't want to hear but when you get to yourself in that dark room you don't have no other choice but to fall on your knees and to ask god or listen to god or you know listen to god and take it from there because he will place people or, or place people in your life and will open doors that no that no man or no woman could open and that's the that's the way of him showing you his love with all the sins that we do every day and make he still love us unconditionally and will help us but we have to reach out and ask him and take that step all right so what we're gonna do is let nikki giovanni tell us what happens when women women gather and then we're gonna have about six minutes okay. to talk about this gentrification which could be a whole show in itself yeah. <laughs> i'm probably gonna have to do a dc show period but um we definitely got to dibble and dabble into that a little bit all right when we come right back only on webr radio fairfax Women gather because it is not unusual to seek comfort in our hours of stress. A man must be buried. It is not unusual that the old bury the young, though it is an abomination. It is not strange that the unwise and the ungentle carry the banner of humaneness, though it is a castration of the spirit. It no longer shatters the intellect that those who make a war call themselves diplomats. We are no longer surprised that the unfaithful pray loudest every Sunday in every church and sometimes in rooms facing east, though it is a sin and a shame. So how do we judge a man? Most of us love from our need to love, not because we find someone deserving. Most of us forgive because we have trespassed, not because we are magnanimous. Most of us comfort because we need comforting. Our ancient rituals demand that we give what we hope to receive. And how do we judge a man? We learn to greet when meeting, to cry when parting, and to soften our words at times of stress. The women gather with cloth and ointments, their busy hands bow into laws that decree. Willow shall stand swaying but unbroken against even the determined wind of death. We judge a man by his dreams, not alone his deeds. We judge a man by his intent, not alone his shortcomings. We judge a man because it is not unusual to know him through those who love him. The women gather strangers to each other because they have loved a man. It is not unusual to shift through ashes and find an unburnt picture.
Hey, this is Donnell, and you're tuned into Misunderstood on Consider This Radio. All right, guys. This I don't know how we're going to do this in five minutes. But um, we got to talk about D.C., Southeast especially. Um, I know you guys had a women's meeting yesterday. You, you took your tour around MLK, Moore's Road. And it was disheartening to see how the city is changing, to see the cost of what the city is going to be, especially when War 8 is one of the most, um, it's the highest war that has the most ownership amongst African-Americans, seven and eight, actually, eight more. And to see that a lot of these people are going to end up selling these properties because the money is going to look good in the long run. Excuse me, in the short term of things, because not in the long run, it's not as much as what you should be getting it for, but the money going to look good to some people, and some people will sell. What um, What are some of your thoughts about the area and the change of the area? <laughs> well, I think change is always good, but with War 8, I think that it's ridiculous because that's where we was born and raised. And I think that how they going about doing things today is unfair. You know, they're going to offer um, people here that been here for so long money, I mean, so much money, and they not even going to look at the long run. They're just looking at just for that moment, you know. And I think we need to war eight. They need to really just really buckle down and, you know, and be more knowledgeable, you know, and recognize what's going on in front of us. You know, it's here. It's already here, but they trying to move us out. And they moving up some of us out and some of us fighting. We need to all come together, you know, because if all of us come together and fight for our rights, we won't have to be, you know, struggling so hard. And this know? is voter. This is voter season. Yeah. So, you know, we vote in November. Okay. And, um, you know, I'm not tied to nobody, so I say what I want to say. But as I said off air, I think a lot of people are in bed with these politicians. So they're not putting up the fight that they need to put up because a lot of them know that they're not going to be um, harmed or affected by choosing to go with the status quo. And the biggest problem is you have a lot of people that go to work every day and still got to do two and three jobs just to still duck. Okay, every now and again, because you don't want the bullet, a stray bullet to come in your house. I don't think that it's fair that you have to live like that um, to still be in those neighborhoods. And I don't think that it's fair how they pose us as not being working class individuals, which we know is not true. And I think because it is a voter season that we definitely, as you said, need to come together, especially with housing. Nobody's not asking to live for free. I mean, I would like to, but I know that that's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if I go to work every day and I'm not shooting or robbing nobody, then I think I should be afforded affordable housing. That's right. That's right. You know, I'm paying taxes somewhere where I'm not even represented. One, in the Constitution, which they haven't revamped yet, it clearly states that we should not be paying taxes, but we do. Okay. So I think affordable housing would be able to match what that median income is that you make. You make $20 an hour, you still need a part-time job if you ain't got no man or no woman, whatever it is you're doing. Um, You still need help, even with $20 an hour. And there used to be a time where that was a decent 40, 45,000 was a decent salary. It's not even decent no more. 
because you still need help. And I just think people really need to wise up. If you can stand out of Aqua and wait for back, or if you can go to City and wait for Essence in line, then you can go and fight for your affordable housing. Because in the words of Martin Luther King, what what affects you indirectly will affect us all directly. And that's that's just the truth. Because the more and more people are out here struggling, the more and more you got to hold your pocketbook. That's right, yeah. And that just is what it is. So y'all definitely need to come together in regards to this housing. It's out of control. Them joints over there off of, um, oh, God, the new ones that they're building. I just looked them up. Oh, I think it's off of um, Nanny Hellenberg at 60th Street. They like $1,300 for a two-bedroom. Okay. Yes. You're right. (laughs) And you don't own it. It ain't yours. Yes. You got to give it back. Yeah. And you got to pay gas and electric. And a lot of these new places making you pay water. And since when in D.C., did you pay for water in the apartment? I know Maryland sometimes did that. Virginia sometimes did it. But D.C. generally didn't do that unless it was a condo. Mm -hmm. You may have to pay water. But apartments now, some apartments want you to pay water. $1,300. My rent goes to $1,380 in February. And God knows I wish my mother was alive because I would go live in her basement right now with no shame okay. in my game if I had somebody basement to move in because I don't even want to pay thirteen eighty in two weeks. I refuse what? to pay thirteen eighty in two weeks. Thirteen eighty. Yes. It's ridiculous. I don't have a wash and dryer. <laughs> no, and you still gotta go and wash and dry. Girl, I still gotta walk downstairs. Yeah. Okay. No dishwasher. I still got to leave the dishes in there and my daughter get mad and have to clean them. Okay? So life is not good. 1380, yes, to be off of Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> they done lost their mind. So you know I'm going to be putting up a fight from here out until November. Okay. Talking what I talk, don't give two about nobody because it's too much. Yes. Okay? It's too much. Too much. Mm-mm. Not for you to own it. It's too much. Okay. So how can people get in contact with you? I know you gave your social media. Give it again. The book is on Amazon. Where else can they purchase the book at? They can purchase the book through me, 202-445-9877. Please call me. Please do not inbox me on Facebook because I do not check that. But call me directly. You can get a book. I have books just came in on Thursday, and I will sign them. I will sign them. If you call me, 202-445-9877. And do you have any upcoming events? I know you got the fashion show in April, but oh, do you yes. have anything in, in the immediate future? Mm, no, not right now as we speak. Okay. But they can follow you on social media to get the updates about the fashion yes. show, right? Y'all can follow me on Teresa Black Diamond Sledge Dash Jackson for April the 29th. We're looking for models. No, no, no. Let me take that back. We're not looking for models. We're looking for designers and vendors. It's already posted on my um, Facebook and also IG and Eventbrite. And you can reach Sister Sony, So East Central. And you can also reach her on 202-270-8342. So please get this book. It's very important. 202-445-9877. I guarantee you, you won't be able to put it down. You're going to call me and say, when you going to do the second one? I'm working on them, trying to get my mind right. 
All right, guys. Then you got to trust the process. So don't untrust the process. Trust the process. Um, Saturday, we do have the women's group of Healthy Helpings. It's a free event. You guys are more than welcome to come out. Come cook with us, talk with us, journal with us, and just, you know, have a good time. It's going to be dope. February the 1st, you got Freedom Day. So make sure you um, learn more about that because... I, too, need to keep reading. I just read the synopsis of it. So just come out for February 1st so you can learn about Freedom Day, um, learn some of your history. Shout out to Mr. Intelligent. Shout out to the baby. We gave away five tickets today. I'm still giving away tickets for the movie. All right, February the 16th. February the 16th. The showtime is 7 o'clock. You there at 7.01, you won't find me. 7 o'clock. And no, you can't come get your tickets in advance because I'm petty. What I'm going to do is if you're not there on time, I'll give it to people that's at the window trying to buy tickets. So, look, follow instructions. That's what we need to get back to. People need to follow instructions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everybody want to do their own thing. Follow instructions, people. You got to tell them the word that they didn't call them on. And the word was food. Good God, how did nobody not know that? Because she cut it off. She said, oh, yes. And if you know me, you know that I love me some food. That's what she said. <laughs> now, she said she loved the husband, the family, God, all them good things. But she put that emphasis on food. And that was the word that she was supposed to call in. Hopefully, you get it right next week. Sunny will be here. Yes. Okay. So hopefully y'all going to listen to what Sonny got going on. And we can give away some more tickets, okay? <laughs> Two-time breast cancer survivor. Let's say two two times breast cancer warrior. That's right. Amen. Entrepreneur. Okay, we'll be in the building. She's a little shy, but I'm going to warm her up. So she sat in here today to see what's going to happen. So we're going to warm her up. So next week she's going to be ready. We're going to play her theme song, Southeast. Okay, we're going to talk about housing again next week and voter registration and all of these dope things. Don't you guys go anywhere. As usual, have a safe, productive and giving week. I am your girl, Miss Understood, and you guys have officially been considered.